and that's the only way I got on Motor World back in the day. If I wanted it up, yeah. I got R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. There's no question Thomas should have went to the hospital immediately. The car burst into flames, dude. What the frick were you thinking that you were going to do? Then he comes back and just, like, destroys the hill. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Rutted Racing. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul, Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. Tonight on the Nitro Mud Show, the Nitro Bros Bros talk with a very special top secret guest. As always, the Nitro Mud Show is brought to you by Rutted Racing, Laced Belt Company, JS5 Extensions, Drink Hydropower, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, Mueller Motorsports. All right, guys, what is going on over here in the background? Everybody is laughing, carrying on. What the hell are you guys doing back there? Oh, our, our top secret guest wasn't muted in the the intro while he's grabbing beers out of the ah. fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he was quiet. It's all good. <laughs> I just see Kobe wailing around. <laughs> like <laughs> He's trying to get his attention. <laughs> Hey, Joe, unmute yourself. <laughs> We're starting off on a good note here. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? That was the funniest joke I've ever had. You guys missed it. I, I, could, I, I slayed it. I, it was some things weren't meant to, to make air. And here, I'm texting the guests to mute, and, I'm, and I'm, I won't unmute. So that, that's karma right there. That's how it goes. That's, that's exactly how it goes. Oh, oh God! Jesus. We're a well-oiled machine. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm bringing. The, we are. Bringing, we bringing are. That's. I mean, that's why people keep listening. They listen for all our <laughs> screw ups. And, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that might be wishful thinking, cowboy. Yeah. We're on a roll, like five <laughs> weeks in a row. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five weeks in a row. I think we're like forty-six weeks in a row. <laughs> maybe, some maybe. kind of screw yeah. up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, too good. Oh well. <clears throat> I mean, what, what do they expect from three hillbillies trying to make a podcast? That, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no. I did, well, but Colby and I don't have the cool nicknames like you got, cowboy. The pencil tucky, we got nothing over here. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. nothing. No, we got to come up with a cool nickname for Minnesota and Wisconsin. Got to be something. Got to be something. Well, I'm sure they're if you're out from there. cold. If you're Cold. from the Twin Cities area, I call them cityets, but I like to consider myself not a cityet. So <laughs> you're pretty close over there, though. I'm dangerously close, but on the correct side of the river, yes, so we're, yeah. we're safe. But see, you're in the river, so we call people who live near the river around here river rats. So you're a river rat. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. I'll you're take river that. rat. I'd be happy to be a river rat. <laughs> yeah, I'm about three blocks from a river too. So yeah. It's not a big river. No one knows the name of the river you it's live It's the near. Minnesota River, bro. <laughs> that's a pretty still, Compared to the Mississippi, that's a little yeah, river. Yeah, but still, it's named after our state. It's pretty legit. <laughs> I guess. I guess. It's all right. I live near the Susquehanna River, the third biggest river in the yeah, country. Yeah, never so. heard of it. Huh. Yeah, never see? Heard of it. It's the third biggest river in the country. <laughs> I think he just made that up. Yeah, Muskegon's a Probably. sand dune. 
Muskegon is a sand, and that was proved this year. You guys yes. lost that bet. I'm Damn. sorry. You lost yeah, that cowboy, bet. Cowboy nailed that one, yeah. <laughs> On my chalkboard, God, Cowboy's got a green check mark behind his name. Colby, you're st- we're still waiting for yours. Uh, I'll I, get uh, it. You I'll know, get there. Once, we, w- once again, we need uh, visuals because, Cowboy, you are flexing on us with that shirt tonight. Like bud. Yeah, man, bring out the old, old O'Neill gear. I got cold, man. I had to put something on warm. It's all I could find. <laughs> I mean, when you said I got to put a long sleeve shirt on, I thought, is he going to grab the Mead jersey or the Lip Art jersey behind him and just go for it? Well, neither of those are going to fit my ass. <laughs> <Okay. so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I was actually looking for the LBZ jersey, but I can't find oh, it. I got it packed away. I was going to throw uh, that dude, on. Dude, people pay good money for that. I know. It's packed away. It's down in the basement in my gear bag. You should get that signed and put it on the back wall. No, I actually plan on wearing it at Nationals. Oh, okay. Okay. Legitness. Because that's the, that's the goal to ride Nationals. I'm going to break out of the old LBZ gear. Hell yeah, dude. Let's go. <clears throat> Do it. Go all retro. Yeah. Uh, Guys, hear any new news within the hill climb world or anything? I no. just had to add to my intro here with this this recent happenings here. <laughs> okay, okay. I have not heard any new news of what's going on in the world of hill climbing. Uh, we gotta gotta branch out. It's kind of holidays and stuff. Everybody's been hush hush. Haven't really heard anything, seen anything. Social media is uh, pretty quiet. Oh, been- I have hill climb. I I have hill climb news. Look okay. the frick out! Did anybody else see Callie? On Kirk's Jixer oh, yeah. ripping hole shots? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is going Did on? See that. Talk ah. about melting the internet. Come on, Callie. Not, <laughs> not scared of it one bit. Just hammer it. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Just dropped yeah. it in the gear I and love, took off. You know, Kirk just starting to post pictures on his Instagram account, and they're all one banger after another. I, I mean, he just—he he does not disappoint. The—he's—he's he's probably going to have his own reality TV show here very soon for the stuff that happens at that shop. Oh, I'll be tuning in for that, man. Yes, yeah, I'll be tuning in for that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'll film it. All right, let's go. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right. Let's uh, we've kept the people waiting long enough. Let's bring this uh top secret guest in here. So let's let them figure out who we got coming in. Woohoo! And All right. what is going on with this guy? <laughs> is he available? All right, race fans. Next up, there he is. This racer has been grinding the last two months, getting in the best shape of his life. This next fast dude has sold more gas gas than Quick Trip. <laughs> Dude has one day off a year and spends it fishing at the Fall Spoody Memorial Day Classic. This dude claims to be some smart engineer, but he can't mute his mic during the start of the show, Tom. The only rider to ever win a championship in all four Pro Hill Climb Series, 17-time professional hill climb champion, the number 895, Logan, the machine, Sapala. Woo! 
Hell yeah, the machine. Another good one. And uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I could not figure out how to mute the damn thing. And I was hoping it wasn't, nothing was going to pick up. I've never muted on the intro before. So uh, You were muted before, and then you unmuted, and then it just never went back. But that's I have no good, idea. Because you were pretty happened. quiet. I was yeah. just, I was worried you were, yeah. you were walking around. I'm like, oh, he's going to do something stupid. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't and pick then, up. And then I'm trying to blast you, and I did unmute, and I had like some really good cuts in there, uh, and I didn't even get at him. Uh, yeah, too well, good. My apologies. Uh. This week it can be my fault for the technical difficulties, not your guys's. All right, thanks, man. Okay, all right, that, that works. That works. We appreciate well, it. We've I've had plenty of messages saying, "When is fourth beer pin going to be on, and what is this international event?" So maybe. Let's let you let the cat out of the bag here, Logan. You were invited to what event and where? Yeah, so uh, a few months ago, I originally saw the advertisement going on for this big event and then just really sat around with my fingers crossed. And Ryan Sipes reached out about a little over a month month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, and asked if it was a super short message. He says, want to come race Terra Inferno? I'm like, uh, duh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like, who would say no to something like that? Uh, so, yeah, we're going, uh, we're flying out to the Dominican Republic tomorrow and going to be out there up until Sunday and uh, do some racing on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is what it looks, the schedule looks like. Wow. Oh, it, I mean, there's a lot of people that would say no because it looks flipping <laughs> insane. I mean, holy crap. Reading through the schedule now, it's is it a four race format? Is that how this? I works? think that's what it is. I know um, for sure there's that two 20 minute sprints on Thursday, and then a two hour hard enduro after that, like later on that afternoon. Okay. And then um, Friday, I believe, is like a nighttime hard enduro, and then um, Saturday okay. is like a beach race, and it's kind of hard enduro esque. I would assume it's probably going to be like a mix of a maybe like a hair scramble or GP and a hard enduro kind of on a beach. Like I'm assuming more, or maybe like enduro cross style, I guess would probably be a better way to put it is what I'm guessing. But let me, let me, let me read through the description here and you correct me. This is just off the internet, but you can correct me from what you know, but December 1st race one, two 20 minute plus one lap motos will favor the fastest riders on an electrifying course carved out of a massive quarry mm-hmm. okay wow race two also december 1st that was at 9 a.m yep. the first one race two is at 3 p.m on december 1st it says pure hard enduro a battle for the most amount of laps within two hours on a brutal six mile course what the hell did you sign oh, up for okay <laughs> now this Holy says crap. travis pastrana Tierra Inferno. When they say brutal and his name is involved, you just agreed right away. Is this where yeah. I'm getting? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only halfway. All right, then that's if you live through December 1st, Logan, December 2nd, you have a pre race track walk at 2 p.m. At 6 30, race three. Blazing flames and fireballs set an inhospitable tropical jungle <laughs> set in set on an inhospitable tropical jungle alight 
for an explosive extreme enduro nighttime slaughter fest. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Did you read this? Is this news more, to you? I'm how they're how they to track walk because I think I can ride a dirt bike better than I can walk. So we're gonna have to be careful. <laughs> you better be careful. I hope bring a stick. This is what they were like trying to sell it to the riders as. I hope this is for the fans that are gonna watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so if you live through that, then on December 3rd, race 4, 11 a.m., <clears throat> Hell in Paradise. The Car- <laughs> I mean, come on. The Caribbean's most stunning beach sets the stage for the most spectacular and insane motorcycle race ever conceived. That's... They they didn't use the little words there. They're getting all of them. I mean, dude, that sounds like a flipping event. Yeah, they spent the big money on the marketing yes. there on those descriptions. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, yeah, the wow. event's got to event's got to live up to that marketing, man. Yeah. Woo! That is incredible. Yeah. So I've been, dude. I've been watching you, and I mean, how are you feeling right now? Oh, tired as hell and sore as hell. <laughs> you have been pushing the limits with your physical stamp. I mean, yeah. what I mean, what all have you been doing to prepare for a, a race like this? I mean, I've been seeing, but you might as well explain to everybody. Yeah, else I've been doing pretty much anything I can possibly think of that would help me. So, um, ever I, I think uh, I think the day that Ryan invited me, I didn't do anything. Maybe I was a little bit in shock still or something, but um, the, from that day forward, it's been damn near, I don't know if I could have done a whole lot more, honestly. It's like I've pretty much lived not at home just trying to find anything I could do. So I got hooked up. I, I usually like to run the bluffs in Red Wing. They're pretty awesome trails up there, and they're pretty gnarly hills and uh, or like inclines and declines. So I was doing that. And then I ran into a friend on Facebook, Alex Mansky, and started running, got in like with them on a Wednesday run group. So we've been doing like anywhere from five to 10 mile runs every Wednesday since then. And then along with that, been riding two times a week, um, been going to yoga with Morgan two times a week too. So it's this hot yoga and it's like burn sessions. So Good. they're freaking insane. I've like, there's some of the hardest workouts I've ever done. So been That's crazy awesome. it's uh it's super fun Damn. too actually i've kind of began to like that quite a bit uh i was doing a lot of road cycling before the snow hit the ground so we're putting quite a few miles on every week for that uh, a little bit of rowing here and there and then just whatever you could fit in in between so been pretty much non-stop here uh, i think it, i think the only days i took off were on the dunes trip that we went on and then otherwise it's been hitting it every single day one doing something whether it's uh rowing running uh, riding anything dang dude hey, uh, man. I, I've been trying to stay away from you because I am the opposite of trying to get yourself in perfect physical <laughs> specimen especially at this time of the year and um, I did not want to be that bad influence that kept you from finishing this race but um, I, I mean I'm super proud of you for what you put I mean it, you have a full time job you're, you have lots of irons in the fire and uh, to do all that's incredible are you are you kind of excited that you're at this point now after all the effort? Yeah, I'm stoked to be able to just relax here. So tomorrow we'll be traveling. So hopefully get in like something super light tomorrow evening. 
just to stay a little bit warm. And then uh, probably Wednesday, not do anything at all, just hang out and take it all in. There should be quite a bit of stuff going on around the place there. And then uh, then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it'll be all work. So I'm pumped to yeah. be at the end of it and be to where we go. But I'm also nervous that I haven't done enough, which is crazy as it <laughs> seems. But Yeah. Right. So, uh, so you sing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, so you're flying out there. Did you ship a bike, or they got one for you? Yeah. Well, they were. They told me they have one for me. I don't have any <laughs> any type of confirmation on what I'm on or what the whole deal is. So a uh, little bit up in the air. But I'm I'm assuming that they've <laughs> well, got they've some. got something together. So I'm bringing all the yeah, spare parts I the- can to help me feel comfy and uh, all that good stuff. They're gonna like so you well, all we got left is this well, three wheeler. If you don't mind. It's from nineteen eighty five. You can ride it. Yeah. You should have called Bill Melvin and have him ship down there the yeah, Baja eleven exactly ninety for you to ride girl. in this race. <laughs> nice yeah. and nimble. Yeah. Why not? That thing's wider uh, than the trail yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, because I haven't been a bad influence on yeah so far in the last few months, I wanted to really make sure I ump you know up the why you don't want to be talking to me. So I quickly researched the most dangerous animals in the Dominican Republic because you're going to be racing in a jungle, right? And um, the first thing that came up was the brown recluse spider, oh, and I'm like, sure. well, that doesn't sound yeah. good at all, right? Nope. You know. Then. The next one was a sea urchin, and I'm like, well, that's pretty safe, you know, or whatever. And I'm I'm looking for something like really like poisonous snake or something that you're going to have to dodge when you're out in the jungle. It's got to be and cheetahs I'm or looking something. For, yeah, I'm like, there's got to be something that can terrify Logan. And as I'm scrolling on the list, number five is a raccoon. So apparently... <laughs> So apparently, if a if a raccoon is uh, uh, in the top five of animals that are dangerous in the Dominican Republic, you know, don't worry any of the animals; you're fine out there. Okay, yeah. perfect. So what you're saying, the Dominican Republic has less dangerous animals than Wisconsin? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There was a crazy, disgusting centipede on there, but I don't yeah. know if it's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, raccoons are like house cats around here. Yeah. They're just, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so, when people feed them. They just keep them around as outdoor pets. <laughs> so if they get you get down there, I mean, maybe you're on the Stark. Maybe. Never know. You, you no. just don't know, right? I'm hoping it's a Euro bikes. I got some levers and bars and handguards and all that good stuff for them. So I'm pretty stoked right. about or excited to bring something down at least so i'm praying i mean that's kind of the main thing you know you've either got one of the three euro bikes or like a trick or beta so that's what i'm hoping at least right. it could i was like telling my grandpa yeah, at thanksgiving I, like they're probably gonna set me on like a 1990 kdx 200 or something <laughs> yeah you're probably not far <laughs> off too. Uh, a dr I mean, dr 350 that they had from one of the rental units somewhere. down there <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think, like, what would I bring with? And I'm like, I'd probably want to bring, like, a tubeless system with just in case. And, you know, are you going to bring your suspension with just in case you do get a Euro bike so you can have some familiarity or that? Or how, how much are you bringing yeah, with? Yeah, um, mainly bars and levers was number one just to get at least the 
that part of the bike feeling good. Um, some nice hand guards that I use on the Euro bikes that bolt right onto the perches and stuff. So that's all pretty good. I've been testing with those or making sure I've got all those dialed in. Uh, the suspension I'm not going to bring with just because it's not good. Hard enduro suspension that I have, like the, our hair scramble stuff compared to hard enduro is so much uh, stiffer to just for the higher speeds. But uh, Matt Stavish at Checkpoint Off-Road helped me out big time. I called him talking about some suspension for my off-road bike. And he was uh, kind enough to lend me a few of his uh, secrets or tricks of the trade that he's learned over the years. And nice. he got me set up with a pretty cool moose system to bring down. So I've got a bunch of tools, and uh, we'll try to put those in the bike. So awesome. I'm super thankful for him. Just to, I've never used a moose, and I know they're they're quite a bit easier than uh, like tubeless systems that I have used a little bit on our moto bikes. Yep. So uh, I was kind of shooting right. in the dark with that, and he said that they're a little or just help me out big time like I, I can't say thanks enough to him because i was obviously lost and he's been doing professional off-road racing for 20 30 years he's just pretty much a local legend around here so uh luckily to him awesome. i got some help sweet sweet dude no that, well and it's like you're you're very uh rider centric on setup on your bikes and you do all your mechanic work and you are turning the wrenches and you know exactly how you want your setups and i just you have to be going nuts not knowing what you're riding i mean this is going to be driving you yeah. nuts yeah that's, that's probably the biggest bummer out of everything but that's all right it's still worth the, the opportunity yeah far away is like any negative that that could come with not knowing it's just like so cool to and all the people that were going to yeah. be around like i just saw cody webb was down there the other day and then manny letton bickler he was a fim world enduro champion for like hard enduro stuff so there's going to be a ton yeah. of talent down there that are probably going to make me look like a noob but we'll, we'll try <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, I is Ryan that going to be there? I know he's been, you know, injured this mainly this whole season, but I mean, is he going to be there hanging yeah, out? Yeah, him and Travis know, and a few other people, I think, have been down there for damn near a week at this point, almost. They were down there for mm. Thanksgiving and everything, so I'm sure that they're helping out getting some of this stuff organized and all that. I, I can't imagine what okay. they're taking on organizing all these bikes and riders and hotels right. and all this stuff. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. crazy. Jesus. But, I mean, that's what they, uh, those guys do. I mean, holy mm-hmm. crap. That, no off days for those guys at all as well. Yeah. I mean, they, they, this is the kind of stuff that they're doing every weekend. I'm sure they have people that they can lean on to make it awesome. Yeah, it was know? pretty cool. Like, yeah. when Trevor or when yeah. uh, Ryan came up here for Bay City, like, he was kind of telling us about, like, some of the Red Bull stuff. And he basically has a travel agent that Red Bull employs that handles, like, his travel is what he was saying. So they'll be like, yeah, where are you going to go? Where do you want to stay? This is what we've got to pick from and all that. I was like, that's pretty sweet that it's crazy to think of how big that's, of a corporation Red yes. Bull is that they have. They hire right. travel agents who just help out their athletes travel. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But but look at how oh, much yeah, time yeah, goes into it. I mean, that's smart. I mean, holy balls. And then – when you have a professional that they know mm-hmm. right from wrong right away instead of us yeah, going to yeah. the wrong place or blah, 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 you know, so. And it lets them guys focus on what they need to be focusing on too and not figuring out which hotel they want to stay in, stay at in Red Wing, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a friend that worked for uh, just custom building products that was a supplier mm-hmm. of ours, and he was telling me that that was one of the, the benefits to that company was when his family traveled, he just told them where they were going oh, and yeah, they did yeah. everything. They had their own travel service for the, cause mm-hmm. it's a huge company. And that was one of their, their things that they offered. He had to pay for it, 
but they handled everything. He's like, yeah. it's unbelievable because they know all the deals. They get everything figured out. Yeah. And it, you know what it's like. You're researching for days uh, trying to find the right yeah. deal and it's just yeah. done. I mean, it's just be epic. I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. how awesome that would be. Yeah. Man, that would be nice. So uh, who's all going down? Yeah. Um, well, Morgan's coming with me tomorrow and then my mom and dad and brother are all flying out on Wednesday. They kind of like booked a trip just right through the resort because I didn't I didn't have any details to know nice. what was really going on. So they kind of, my mom was so pumped and dad was so pumped that they said like before we knew anything, they're like, oh, we're yeah. just going, we don't even care what it costs. We're just, it was like no question. <laughs> that's awesome. And, that's awesome. Wow. Hell yeah. yeah. That's and then great. Luke's going to take along. <laughs> Hopefully there. he can be my media guy. So. Hopefully. We'll uh, You'll probably yeah, bring yes. his like Fujifilm disposable camera for me though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that microscopic thing on a swivel you had at Dean's yeah. house. <laughs> uh, you're going to be in the finals and he's going to be like cliff jumping at yeah, some yeah. place or whatever. You know you're racing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, he'll. That's yeah. cool. So, oh, yes. Yeah, near the whole family. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I, I guess before we went further, yeah. too, we talked about it a little bit, but um, Austin Tyler got in, invited as well, and I think Matt Musgrove was joining with him and heading down there, too. I don't know who else is going with them guys, but as far as I was told and heard, wow. he's uh, going to be heading awesome. down there. So that would be cool. I'll have a little bit of a hill climb representation. Yeah, yeah totally. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Well, I got to think with Travis's background, Austin's going to be on Suzuki, right? That's <laughs> yeah. probably what... They probably like we got to find someone to ride a Suzuki. So let's let's. They probably dusted off one of Travis's old X Games yeah. bikes out of the shed or something for him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for you, Logan. I hope you get one of them nice Euro bikes you're yeah. talking about. But a part of me really wants to see you on the old 1980 KDX with the headlight, and <laughs> like the 90 degree yeah, back yeah. fender. It's all good yes. in the story, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you know, you might want a headlight for the night race. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Oh man. Or better yet, be like a, a ninety-two WR five hundred Yamaha air banger. It'd <laughs> be one of the only people yeah, there that could. I could do that at least. <laughs> yeah. You get done after two hours on that thing. You get done, and I feel like your hands would never stop vibrating. Everything you touch would be moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have TV static in your hands the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when that bike was born, there wasn't even such a thing as hard enduro. They, they, they wouldn't even chance it. Yeah. <laughs> no. They just called it enduro with those bikes, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I think they built that bike just to go fast in yep. the Baja Peninsula, and that was it. Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. So um, all the big five hundreds. Did they kick anything down for you to 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 show up, or is this all out of pocket, uh, basically? And all just the flights is all that I had to cover. So I just bought uh, Morgan and I's flights, and then the hotel is uh, covered, and obviously the bike stuff. So really, just my parts and the travel part of it. Which cool. I mean, either way, whatever it costs, I was probably going to make it happen one way or another. But it's super nice when you can go there and not break the bank, too. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if things go well, regardless, is there any sort of purse for this race? I think there's a pretty decent purse, but I'm guessing it's more for just the top few finishers. And I mean, 
Yeah. I like to think I'm prepared, but it's these guys that are going are <laughs> way above my level. But <laughs> right. yeah, they live yeah, for exactly. that stuff. I mean, they're, they're literally the best in the world. Co- <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if you got. It says here on the bottom. Go ahead, Joel. No, I was just going to add, it says here on the bottom that there's podiums to be awarded for each individual race mm-hmm. as well as the overall. So it's going to be five yeah. podiums, Logan. Never know. You can lock into anything, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so on top of that, having the fun, you got to you gotta scope out. Maybe there's some yeah, good hills yeah. to put a hill climb on down there. Yeah, so when they first dropped the schedule or like the event, Ryan and Travis were posting about how they were trying to find some top athletes from each discipline and then incorporate every discipline into it. And they included hill climb and flat track into it. So I'm super excited to see what they've got for that. Sweet. So there's, there's probably some, nice. I bet you in the quarry, oh, there yeah. could be some crazy <clears throat> hill climbs. Like it could be Ersberg style stuff, you know, depending on what yeah. size the quarry is. Yeah, so who right. knows awesome. what that's going to be like. But It's got to be from a dead stop, though. Yeah, hope, exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't count. Got to be a stop sign. Well, just in case, Vertex said extensions along. (laughs) If there was an individual (laughs) climb event, you know I'd be packing some extensions. I just I want Morgan to video when you're bringing your bags through the TSA. Just yeah. they're gonna have questions. They're gonna be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> That's if we make it through with all the, with uh, the amount of hydropower and other dietary supplements that I'm bringing. They might be thinking we're trying to smuggle cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you dumped it all in a turkey bag to save room, or what? Exactly. <laughs> Mix it all together. <laughs> Vacuum yeah. seal it and everything. Yep. Duct tape yep. around it. And we'll put it into a candy yep. box. That's not suspicious yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. When they ask you if you packed your bag, just point at Morgan and say, no, it was all her. I'll just, uh, the one with all the sketchy yeah. stuff, I'll you, say you know, it's checked bag. Because we each get one free yeah, one. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, she's going to be like, why is there a water balloon in here? I just... <laughs> it's the Dominican Republic, baby. Just take some cheese curds yeah, from the TSA agents. They'll let you right yeah. through. They don't care. Just, just give them some of the great curds. <laughs> uh so it was Thanksgiving weekend, and were you riding indoor? I did both. This yeah. la- you rode outdoors in Wisconsin on Thanksgiving yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, did, did um, you not Friday I went up to the sandbox for some open practices. Like we're getting close to crunch time here, and I just can't help but feel extremely underprepared. So like I got to do something other than <laughs> sit around. <laughs> And then uh, Saturday, we had a beautiful day out, so me and the Count went down to high water for a couple hours. And unf- <laughs> the Count. <laughs> That's a story for After Dark, Good too. Good deal. But- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're yes. not breaking that one here. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, but we went down to high water for a couple hours. She was still a little frozen, but made the best out of it for the day, so good time still. Right. So are How we... funny it'll be if you get... <laughs> <laughs> you sounded Come better. On, I was gonna let you go with it, but are you rocking yeah. the unicorn <laughs> sherbet gear for? Uh, the I might. Weekend, be. Or what? So I've got. Um, I had a few jerseys that were left unprinted 
that I had for other sets of gear. I needed to get those printed because I really wanted to put uh, Stavish's logo on my jersey really big and like Nick's and a couple other ones. So if I, as long as I get those yeah. back in time, I'll be wearing those. But um, otherwise, that might pack the unicorn. So what, just we got like five yeah, hours? There's, UPS is coming tomorrow. My mom's going to bring <laughs> them. So I'm going to pack the unicorn one just okay, in case. Okay, okay. Okay. I have an issue. So. All right, all right. <clears throat> nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Ah. <clears throat> uh. You guys, well, I'm so old. You guys haven't ever seen it, but have you ever seen mm-hmm. White Man Can't Jump? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's been so, a while, yes. but we've seen it. Uh, yes. uh, Woody Harrelson's wife is studying for Jeopardy, and she wants to be on Jeopardy. And he, she's in there, and she's like, I'm studying words that begin with Q. And then she had, like, all these obscure topics, and she got on Jeopardy. And, like, the first topic was <laughs> words that begin with Q. <laughs> And it was exactly what she's studying. And all I can think is, you're going to go down there, and we're like, they're like, Travis and Ryan are like, all right, we froze a big chunk of sand. Nobody's rode on frozen sand. But Logan did last weekend. Do that if they want to make a joke. I like arena right now. I've been, been feeling good in there. So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, pretty cool text message you sent the other day. Who joined you at the yeah. Lake? Yeah, that was pretty cool, day? too. We were just up there on the, the rental night, and I was talking to some guy right near the entrance to the door, and the uh, dude walks in, and I look over, and it's freaking Amart going in there riding around for a little <laughs> while. So I got to share the track with him a little bit. Yes. That's pretty fun, too. Just seeing him That's in cool. person and what they're That's able awesome. to do is crazy. And yet he didn't get invited. <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, that's rad, though. Yeah, he might exactly. have been the same that's thing. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. I mean, was it last year Dungy went up there, I think, one day? I don't know no, if you were there. No, I was, uh, I was hurt, actually, at the time. Day. Cause I broke my arm when we went to Illinois for that fall ride. So I wasn't going. And then Dungy was there. That was when he was on the Honda though. So it might've been two years ago. I think. Yeah. yeah, that would be but, yeah but he was okay. up there on his Honda and two I was so years. bummed. I was like, God yep, dang, yep. of course. That would have been cool to be up there for that yep. too. <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dunge. Yeah, that Cedar Lake Dunge. Arena. I mean, man, what an awesome uh, little tool to have right close to us. 45 minutes from our house here. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you go there all the time. I only try, I only get there maybe a couple times during the winter, yeah. but it's so fun. I mean, that is just such a good outlet in the winter to go get. And I think, I know that you probably get bored with it, but I've been thinking that their layouts have been really good mm-hmm. for like a vet rider for me. They got little kids. I mean, yeah, they do a great cool. job keeping up, like just keeping a good layout for everybody. You know, like I understand they can't go and <clears throat> make something that would really challenge me or some of the faster guys and also make it safe and fun for everybody else but they do as good as they could as good as they can and like the track prep is unreal for being in a pole building when it's negative 20 degrees out you know it's like it's crazy how good of a job they do all the time and you never go there where it's like scary or like concrete you know like you see some of these indoor tracks and it it just it looks like you're risking your life on every lap and this one is the track prep is just top notch like if you're not it's hard to i can't even imagine what it'd be like if not having that just because i've put so many hours on my bikes in there in the past few years it's a pretty awesome tool to have right up the road yeah yep and for people nice. that don't know it's maybe 
Uh, well, it's 45 minutes north of us. It's probably a half an hour uh, east of the Twin Cities metro area on the river or whatever. And if you're in the Midwest, go look it up. Cedar Lake Arena. It's the Cedar Lake Speedway. They have a really famous dirt track there. And they, they bought it from the person that originally built it. But it's awesome. And, you know, I thought, and I know that I'm probably on an island here, but I thought it was super reasonable <clears throat> for what they charge for what you get. I mean, it, when you consider what a round of golf costs for, you know, four hours of entertainment, it's very comparable to that. And uh, yeah. go hit it up. It's so fun to ride in the winter. And hey, hey my, yeah. Alex Martin might be there riding. No, you know, it's crazy. So I just went up there for an open practice and it was 50 bucks. I think uh, like our rental nights are 45, but those are, that's kind of up to the um, the guy running it, I guess. But any either way, so I went up and paid fifty dollars right. to ride dirt bike inside in the middle of Wisconsin in the middle of winter. And I, if I want to go skiing outside right. in the middle of winter in Minnesota, Wisconsin, it's like sixty or sixty-five bucks a day. It's freaking <laughs> yep. insane. So I can yeah. go yeah. and ride my dirt bike cheaper than I can go skiing no. for a day <clears throat> in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's yeah. Insane. And if you got yeah, and if you got kids in a family, like mm. they have a really nice watch area that's heated. They got games there. Like my wife and girls go up and watch me when I ride. It's awesome. I mean, I would highly suggest going and making a day out of yeah, it. Yeah, and go it's hard to there. You'll just love it. Man. Does she rub her belly button while she watches you ride? <laughs> <laughs> you better watch it with that cold. <laughs> <laughs> she, she she will get after you. You better look out. <laughs> She's got a mean bone to her. You you, you don't want to cross no, her. She'll no. let you know. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not her. It's uh, Wisconsin. I know. I <laughs> well, Logan, I know you got to get some sleep tonight. But I just had a couple other things. I'm sure these guys too. But you know. Last few years, you've been riding a lot of disciplines. I mean, we have been seeing you, you know, hair scramble, moto, hill climb, other events as well. And, you know, I've just always been curious, like, you're, you're just, you're, you're venturing out and now you're going to be doing uh, one of the craziest races that I've ever even heard of. Yeah. And do you still have that, like, excitement for hill climb? Do you still get amped? To get to go out and get the yeah, bikes out. <clears throat> um, I definitely do. Like this time of year is always kind of hard, I guess. Like you lose a little bit of motivation after the long season. It's fun to just get on a bike and ride and like hit some jumps and hit some corners and ride the sand and the trails and all that and do some different stuff. But it's pretty hard to beat getting on an open bike at least and um, racing hill climbs all around and doing all that type of stuff, going to the big events, you know. But um, I'd be lying if I didn't say that the points chase every single year with all the different series gets a little bit old. It'd be, and the, not really that it's getting old, but you just do the same thing so many times and like middle of summer is just hectic. You know, there's no time for anything. You get home on a Sunday night or Monday right. night and you're loading back up and on the road Thursday night after work again. So it's, uh, I mean, there's pretty much nothing. You're not really doing much else other than working and prepping or going to a race like it's crazy when when people hear about like what you actually put into it so it gets a little bit tough and old sometimes right. it's like i was just talking to one of my buddies up at the sandbox like i would just love to take like one summer off and just moto or hair scramble every single weekend to see how much i could really progress because i basically don't ride hardly at right. all from 
beginning of June until end of August <clears throat> or even, well, actually probably end of September, honestly. Yeah. So you're pretty much taking four months where you're not doing, right. I'm not really doing anything, you know, I'll get out like maybe once every other week or once every three weeks and put down a couple motos in or something, you know, or maybe, maybe one off week and you can get out on the track, but it, uh, it just motivates you every time you go to the track and like just everyone, all the fast guys show you how slow you are like going up to Cambridge and I was just getting passed by everybody out like in the a practice. I'm like, Oh my God, it'd be fun to just spend right. three months racing moto and hair scrambles and just see where, how much different it is after that summer. Cause I can see it even at the sandbox. Like I, I go and ride all winter and then I don't see half these guys all summer long. And we go back in the sandbox in the fall and it's like, Holy crap, you guys really progressed like, like up a huge level, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right. <clears throat> so could twenty three be the year? We'll see. I've said it a few times, but <laughs> we'll see what the schedules look like and what the rules look like because there's definitely some things that I'm a little bit unsure of that have been being pushed lately. So sometimes it's not a bad idea to take a step back and do something right. different a little bit either. Yeah. The hard thing is though is like, yeah. not that I'm making a lot of money, but I'm still making money riding dirt bikes and it's like how the hell do you turn that down because there's so few amount of people that get to do that and you know i'm not making a living yeah. by any means but yeah. i can go race my dirt bike travel the country see some right. of the most beautiful places and be with all my friends and family and make money it's like why would you not do that you know how do you justify not doing that yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to turn down that's true. That it's, is very hard to turn down. It's hard to just pick like one series and I, I'm just going to do American Hill Climb. And then it's like, well, son of a yeah. bitch, I know Columbus is one of your favorite races. Right. Are you going to miss out on Columbus? And then it's like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well do this. And it's like it just always builds. And next thing you know, <laughs> you send me your spreadsheet and there's yeah. no open weekends. <laughs> like it's there's not one day off all summer long. Yeah. And it's insane, you know, it's like, you, cause you just, it's hard to say when, you know, like I begged and borrowed to go to, uh, out to Sunnyside with you. And I'm like, this is a one-time trip for me. I'll never do it again. And by the time we got yeah. to Billings, I'm like, I'm going back. Yeah, you know, like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I, you know, it's like, you just, you get, the, you just, you want to go do all yeah. of them again and try to pick and, the and just bringing snowballs you know, every so year. It's tough. like. I don't know if it's just the Midwestern in us that love good value to your money or what, you know, but it's like, oh, well, we're going to be in Billings <laughs> yeah. and we're already halfway there. So if we can get a flight for $500, that's cheaper than the gas it takes to get home. And then we're already halfway to Washington the next week. Right. So it's like, you're really only paying for half a trip to Washington. <laughs> and then it's like with Columbus, you're already halfway to Big Hill <laughs> yes. Jam. So why wouldn't you go to both? And the Pennsylvania ones right. is like, the only reason yeah. I ever went to White Rose the first time was because why would I not go to both Pennsylvania ones when they're back to back? I can buy a plane ticket for 150 bucks. <laughs> it's like that's just stupid. Right, right. right. It cost yeah. me an extra two hundred dollars to race two races oh, instead of one, you know, or three hundred or whatever. But so that's a, that's a problem. Is every year right. it's just it's too easy to go to that one extra and go to one extra and one extra, and it's just like how do you how do you turn that down too? You know. I mean, Washington was one of the most fun races all year, too, that we went to. It was just a blast. So you go to all right. these places and have a ton of fun. And it's Midas. like, why, why do you not want to do that? Well, that. Yep. Especially like you, you've been working so hard 
for all these years to figure it out and you just keep figuring it out and now you're a top level guy yeah. and it's just hard to not right. <laughs> to not exactly. use those it's tools like, you know it's like I spent the last 10 years of my life <laughs> like when, trying to become the best hill climber possibly could be and putting all this money into it and all this work into it and then to just let those tools just sit and waste away it's like that's stupid because you know, if you're not at a race, you're getting yeah. worse compared to everyone else that is. That's just a plain and simple fact. Like every single race that you're yeah. not at, you're going backwards. Yeah. So right. if you're not there, you're losing. You're missing right. out. And you can't. You've never experienced this before, but I have. And when you're healthy and you're watching like Colby and Cowboy and everybody else post how awesome this race is, and you're not there. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's one thing if you're injured, you can't go. But like when you just decided not to go, and then all you're seeing is how much fun yeah, everybody else is too. having. I definitely have serious FOMO, where it's like I can't imagine. Yeah, FOMO yeah. yeah. is a big deal. I think I think the, the yeah. last one that I can remember yeah. not going to was like probably the 2019 Carnegie race in the spring, and it was a Naha one. And I just – I think it was just I came down to a PTO deal where I didn't want to use that because I had so many other things coming up that year. And I was like, that night, dude, I was refreshing my Instagram every 30 seconds trying to figure out the results, you know. (laughs) And then their race went like till dark. I couldn't figure out till the next day. And it was just like painful. I was like, this sucks. So uh, you're pretty much going to everything yeah. next year. Yeah. It was a yeah. it was a really long answer <laughs> yeah. to get us back to where we you, were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now this when yeah. you tell us that you got two vans and you're gonna park one in Ohio yeah. and one in Wyoming. So, you can't <laughs> ask me that question this time of year, right? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I got a van for yeah. sale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the oh, other thing, geez. and I just got to say this stuff because you don't ever talk about yourself unless we pride out of you, but I thought about you the other day, and this is, just stay with me for a minute here, but I was watching this oh, deal, and uh, it was Snoop Dogg, right? <laughs> and he's accepting some Lifetime achieve, Achievement Award, you know? And it's flick, it's freaking Snoop Dogg, right? So I'm like, what is going on here? And he's thanking this or that or whatever, and he goes... I'm just going to stop right here. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to thank myself. I'm going to thank myself for never, ever having a mother blah, blah, blah off day. I have pushed this blah, blah, blah. And he went on to like how hard he never took an off day and how he said, you know, he just pushed and pushed and pushed and there was no accidental favor in his life. And he did all those things. And I, I can't word it, but it was like, it just reminds you that, these successful people that we watch, whether it's singing, riding, whatever, it's because they don't have off days and they don't take days off. And man, that I see you do that all the time. I mean, you're look at right now, you've just been pushing, 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 and uh, you know, be proud of yourself for that. Yeah, that is yeah, so definitely. It's difficult, you know. It's uh, probably couldn't have said any better, any much better than what he did. You know, it's <clears throat> you do have to remember that everyone's got the same amount of time, so it's just everyone else is spending it differently than. What, what you might be or they might be so right yep i've been drinking beer and trying to shoot a deer for the last two weeks and you've been working your ass off <laughs> nothing so wrong with that that's the difference between you and me <laughs> so you didn't get a deer right yeah <laughs> i didn't get a deer no <laughs> i ate like two boxes of cosmic brownies with brecken that's all we did 
Is that, that's that just one day, though. That wasn't yeah. like two weeks, was it? Oh, yeah, we reloaded. <laughs> awesome. Oh. God dang. <laughs> that's how I hunt. But yeah, even this isn't even time off for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is PR, so yeah. you're, you're still working. You're still on the podcast the night yeah. before you leave. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's Great. awesome being on, too. It's fun to talk about this type of stuff. It's awesome. It's kind of, I mean... In a way, it's kind of a cool deal for the sport too, where we're, we've got an opportunity to get some, uh, huh. definitely some good pub out of it for for the sport of hill climb. So, uh, fingers crossed, Austin, I can, Austin and I can go down there, definitely and, uh, kill it and open up some eyes and just show them we're not just a bunch of rednecks anymore that go up hills and crash a lot <laughs> and drink a lot of beer. <laughs> like we can do all that. <laughs> Let's do it. Do <laughs> yeah. There's motivation yeah. though, because you can get on Moto World. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh. non-existent anymore. <laughs> do you do you know? Is it going to be televised? I was trying to figure that out. So, I couldn't. I couldn't see. Is it? Is it I, anything live? I or no? think there might be. No, I don't. I like the Red Bull. I think if you go something? onto the Terra Inferno Instagram page, there's a link, but it was all in Spanish, and I didn't take the time okay. to look through it. But I'm pretty sure that that was some sort of tv or live feed but i'm not 100 percent sure on that but i feel like i remember seeing something so okay. i think the biggest thing would just be like okay. paying attention to some of those instagram pages or maybe like ryan or travis if they'll talk about it when it gets a little bit closer and obviously i'll try to update anybody if i know anything sure. and i'm sure austin will do the same and matt because if he's going down there so oh yeah it's Terra Inferno underscore Moto is their official page on Instagram. And uh, you'll Mm -hmm. see Travis Pastrana's picture on it when you open it up. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to – I'll post something. If I figure something out there, we can let people know. But just the little clips that they have where they're freaking jumping the boardwalk off the beach and – uh, it's crazy stuff, man. I'm just praying know, I'm not that I, guy I that cases the work. big uh, super kicker to crane lander thing. <laughs> do you see that or not? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yes, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Send it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and hey, when you're down there, if you get a chance to talk to Travis, ask him if he remembers his uh, yeah, time yeah. as a I kid. I think I've seen the video of it. Didn't his Beaver bike Day. roll over him or something? Yeah. Or not? Yeah, yeah I, got like him I feel like it was in some sort of moto movie yeah. that yeah. I watched once. And it was at Beaverdale, you said? I couldn't remember if it was there. Yeah, it was in okay. Cross the yeah. Demons of Dirt. Yeah, he Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He yeah. came up to Beaverdale when he yeah. was in like sixties or eighties or something. Yeah, that was okay. like an RM eighty of some sort. Like a yeah. kind of like yeah. the KDX version of the RM, I believe. Whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it'd be cool RMS. to get an opportunity to BS with him a little bit and all the other people that are gonna be down there. Should be pretty awesome. Heck yeah, it's gonna be so I'm, sick. I'm secretly hoping that Todd's just full of fire water and walks up to Travis and just starts talking. It's gonna be that'd be good entertainment right there. Could be. <laughs> yes. Let's just hope Travis listens to Fox News, right, Logan, and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine if that's the yep. case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going in a weird spot. Let's get rid of him before I make yep. it awkward. <laughs> yeah, let's let him get some. Let's let him get some sleep before he jumps on an airplane. Yeah. And let's hear some. Yeah, news hey, Logan, good luck, you. buddy. 
Yeah. Yep. Good luck, oh, Logan. Man. Thanks for your Have time. Fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks for representing our sport. And and thanks oh, for your we'll time. We'll keep everybody updated. So make sure to pay attention. And I oh, can't wait. Should be fun. Sick, dude. Will do. All Sweet. right. All right, bud. All right. See you. Catch you later, bud. Later. Oh, man. Ooh. The secret guest. It's out, of the, it's out now. It's out. It's bag. out. It's out of the bag. Can you believe that though? Did you read? Do you hear that description I read? I mean, yeah. they're not holding any punches. <laughs> like this is nasty. I mean, this is they're yeah. they're trying to make people not finish. The way it sounds to me, it's insane, absolutely yeah. insane. Well, I just can't imagine what it was like if Travis had anything to do with designing this course and and Ryan if they, those two put their heads together and designed this course like it's. Uh, it just nuts. Yeah. Well, then Can't four motos over three days. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing easy. I'm out of breath just thinking about yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. How good was my uh, dangerous animals? Did you guys like that? That was good. Good thinking. I, I like that, but it's you couldn't find anything good though. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I know. I was like, I mean, they don't I even was have like, I was... a scorpion. I mean, what? What the hell kind of country is this? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you guys got like fish in the lakes over there that are more dangerous than the animals yeah. in oh, this yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> Number one on the list was sea urchin. I'm like, I think that he's okay. I don't think yeah. I don't think that those yeah. moto boots are going to affect the sea urchin. I'm I think sure we're okay. Be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted oh, to be like, yeah, God. look out for the green swiveled snake. The thing will kill you in three seconds if you fall off your bike or whatever. But no, there wasn't any of that. I guess. The so green there's no, swiveled snake. That, no. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You don't. No, that's don't Australia. Know. That's why they don't do any hard enduros in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the plants are deadly out there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no silverback gorillas that are going to charge out of the jungle and rip you in half or anything. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh God. But no, it's just cool that two hill climbers get invited to this event that's so far out of the realm for a, a hill climber to would even be considered as a part of an event like this yeah it, it's cool it's like they're almost like representing our country you know but yeah, it, yeah. at the same time it's just our sport but it's like they're going into a whole different field where it's kind of like that you know it's right it's uh pretty cool so how many times do you think Austin and Logan, when when they when people are like, oh, what do you do? And, and they're like, oh, we hill climb. And they're like, oh, you got those great big long swing arms? That, that's the first thing everybody <laughs> yeah. always says. You yeah. got that great big long swing arms? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have yeah. no yeah. – you, you brought your front fender? Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Oh. I bet you they give him a KDX without a front fender. It's like, you're right at home now. This is it. Right, yeah. <laughs> we even took the fender off for you. Oh, oh Jesus. That will be all yeah, right. Yeah, I hope he gets something legit to ride, though. I mean, nail biting, not knowing what the hell he's riding. I yeah. can't believe that hasn't been established. Like, he's just flying out there. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I that mean, would be something that would be like wrecking me too. Like, but at least he's bringing like handlebars. That's one of the most important things to be comfortable on the bike right. and having your bars. But. Yeah, just knowing him too. I just know that he's trying to be easy about everything and not ask too many questions and just be a you know polite guy and exactly. just go with the flow and not you know send a thousand emails about this or that and be high maintenance. So, <laughs> but inside, I just know it's flipping killing him because he yeah. he is so precise about everything on his bikes and and he knows exactly what he wants it's like it's got to be just driving him nuts yeah it's driving me nuts and not knowing what he's going to be on when he gets down there it's like jesus i i think he's got this if it's anything austrian i think he'll be fine but it, yeah you know i don't i've never rode a sureco but i'm sure they're great bikes i, I mean he'll he'll adapt i mean the guy's been on a lot of different stuff no they're just an italian ktm and I, i'm trying to think <laughs> like what does Travis, what does he represent for bikes right now? I don't even know. KTM. KTM. He, he is KTM. Yeah. So then it's yep. probably all KTMs because that's what Ryan is. Yeah, Ryan and Travis are KTM. That's probably all it's KTMs. All probably all gas, KTM. gas. Yeah, yep, yep. Well, Ryan's gas, gas now, but it's, again, Same thing. red KTM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's let's hit a commercial break and it. then let's get back into it. Yeah. And talk a little bit more about this and... Maybe we'll come up with some other cool topics or something to talk about. I like it. Do you want to give me a hand signal to unmute and I get back, seeing as though I can't figure it yeah. out? Right. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate we'll we'll it, let guys. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely bummed you missed my jokes. They're good, too. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. All right, guys. All right. Here's our great sponsors. Woo. The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. What's up Nitro and Mud fans? Professional hill climber and owner of Lace Bell Co., Joseph Allnett here. Are you tired of wearing your average, bulky, and uncomfortable belt? If so, today is the day to make the switch to a Lace Belt. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes across the United States, the Lace Belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. Offered in over 30 different colorways, you'll be sure to add a personal touch of style to any daily fit you wear. On top of our lace belts, we also offer a large selection of high-quality clothing options designed and tested by top action sports athletes. For Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering you 15% off your order using the promo code NITRO on lacedbelt.com. Again, that is the code NITRO for 15% off your order on lacedbelt.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media at lacedbelt.co to stay up to date with our athletes and new product offerings. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. 
Look good, ride good. Hey race fans, the old 31 here to talk to you about where you're going to buy your gear in 2022. I'm sure you're like me and you love high quality and awesome service. I got the spot for you, Rutted Racing. They support hill climb, they support hill climb riders. They support one of the fastest riders in our sport, Logan Sapala. This company rides dirt bikes and has the same passion we do. A lot of their gear items are hand sewn and they put so much love and care into their items, they are dang near custom fit. Here at Nitro and Mud, we're so stoked to have them as our title sponsor. They're offering a promo code for 20% off, Nitro20, at their website, ruddedracing.com. Again, that's Nitro20 for 20% off at ruddedracing.com. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, the professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate HydroPower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with HydroPower. HydroPower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market. The optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas to push them further and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. Be a seven, what do you think? Oh, yeah! All right, boys, we're back. Woo! How about them sponsors? Oh, man. Man. Legit. Those are, those are just... Just great. And you know what? We're on a hunt for new sponsors next year. Yeah. Keep these guys in a loop. Get some more. So, man, you want to be part of this show, hit us up. NitroMud at gmail.com. On the social medias. Hit us up. Let us know. We got a package deals. Get you on the show somehow, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh... Prove to these companies that are already involved that you respect and love them because we got a month left in 2022 to use up these codes so get out there use up these codes before they're gone and uh you know hopefully we get all these awesome sponsors back for 23 but i mean yep these guys aren't just here because it's fun or whatever you know like it's it's they're supporting us they're supporting the sport so you got to support them back and let them know that you appreciate it and let's get some gear and some some sick lace gear some graphics, some extensions, some hydropower. Right. Get Do your it. bike tuned. I mean, come I on. Get something. How cool is it when, it. you know, rutted shipping stuff to Pennsylvania and North Dakota and all over the country, and hopefully we had a little bit something to do with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. So sick. And now we're going to be seeing him in the, one of the biggest stages in off-road racing. Ooh. Yes. Sick. Oh. Along with Black and Diamond. And the is going to. That stuff's gonna look sick down yeah. there, man. Mm-hmm. It is. Wow. Ah, uh, I'm nervous man. for Logan, man. Just reading that description, I mean, the guy yeah, that, is talented, that should sound I, scary. I'm oh. telling you, that was, was not selling it to the riders. That has to be to the fans. <laughs> no. Like, why would you say that to people you're inviting? <laughs> Let me just tell you, it's a washboard. 
you're not going to make like, it alive. Right. What's next? They got to <laughs> yeah. drive across the backs of alligators or something? Or I was what? just like, going to say, if there's any real race with a rattlesnake pit, this would be the one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Insane. Uh, wow. Logan's messaging Redhead. Hey, do you got any snake-proof jerseys? <laughs> yeah, you got any snake-proof <laughs> I heard there's brown recluses. Yeah. <laughs> and raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys don't have brown recluses in have Wisconsin. Have you done any? Uh... We have yeah. them here. <laughs> yeah. we probably no, we don't. Know. We don't have them here. Yeah, I know we had them so. in Tahoe, but but yeah, I can just. Have you done any sea urchin testing on your gear? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will say. Well, let's just hope he's nowhere with a motorcycle where a sea urchin would be, because that could be (laughs) that could be bad, but without the sea urchin, they wash up on the beach here and there. I'm a Alpine Star Tech Seven, and if we got Logan back on, he would tell me that a sea urchin would puncture right through an Alpine Star Tech Seven. He freaking hates them boots. (laughs) Man, you're advanced Tech Sevens. I only got Tech Fives. Uh, I was rocking the t- oh. <laughs> the t- <laughs> my my race boots are Red Wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, All right, it's hill climbing, so that wasn't far off a couple yeah. years no, ago. No, that's how I started out. Hell, I didn't have Red Wings. <laughs> like, we're like Oshkosh or something. You're like Kmart, Kmart brand. Gosh, but gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they had they had uh, sandwich bags in them to keep them waterproof. You know how that rolled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah! Oh well, you know what? My first my first true riding gear set was a set of Ocelot from Chaparral back in the nineties. That's what's up! Wow, remember the Ocelot gear? Ocelot, I remember that. Yep, yep. Yeah, bought the whole set from Chaparral for like two hundred bucks. Boot, pants, gloves, jersey, helmet, okay. oh, wow. bag. Okay. <laughs> Old kid, like two hundred bucks. Nice, dude. Colby, did you ever go fluorescent pink? Did you ever go up to Bob's back in the day? Oh yeah. Oh, you're you're too young. Nope. But there I'm used not. to be the old store, not the one on thirty six, but they always had used riding boots, and we would only buy used riding boots, and you'd have to go up there and put try them on, and they're just you know shot. They're the old metal shin guard ones or whatever. Yep. And be like, yeah, I, you, you'd want the cool ones, like the high points or whatever, but they'd always be like a size too small, you know? Yeah. So then my mom would always be like, no, you're buying two sizes. We'll put an extra pair of socks. You're getting a couple sizes big. You're going to wear these for three or four years. So <laughs> they ended up getting the dumbest ones there because that was the only size they had. You'd be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like 15 bucks uh, or whatever. No, I would have experienced that maybe one time. On my our way to my first Supercross, the Metrodome, in '93. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we stopped at Bob's, and I I think I got a full new kit on the way to the my first Supercross there, which was probably out of the used bin, but still. Right. I think I got a new helmet and maybe used everything else. I don't know, but pretty legit, pretty legit from what I remember. I mean, I was in third grade, so I don't really remember a whole lot, but. Any gear when you're that little is like the the bee's knees and awesome. Did you wear the jersey to the Supercross? <laughs> I, dude, I don't remember. Maybe, probably. If 
obviously. Right? I can just see it like, I'm wearing this to Supercross. I'm yeah. putting it on right now. Yep, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah. Uh, was that a thing back then? I mean, people wearing their jersey to Supercross? I, I mean, it is now. I you go to Supercross, every Tom's got his jersey on. Yeah. It's like the one time it's acceptable to wear a jersey out in public, probably, I suppose, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a Nitro and Mud podcast. Lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Cowboy's in his basement. He's fine. Yeah. I'm in my closet. Not my basement. Oh, I'm in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still in that the closet, guys. Still better. in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, that was... Uh, dude. That Supercross was epic, I'm just going to say. Seeing Jeremy McGrath really neck-neck for the first time in real life. I'm kind of jealous. I didn't get to go to a Supercross. So I was like in my 30s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just didn't come around here. <laughs> they were in Pennsylvania? They haven't. I don't think ever had a Supercross Yeah, I'm trying to think of really? where it would have been. I don't, I don't think they've the ever Fox been. Like, Girl, that's, that's I have to go to, like, Mass to, like, yeah, yeah. or MetLife Stadium. Okay. I think that that's the ones I went to, MetLife Stadium in Foxborough, mm-hmm. but. Okay. Those are the closest ones to me. And they're not. It's expensive to get there sometimes. Especially driving through New York oh. City, getting lost. Phil's GPS getting Count us lost out. driving around some block <laughs> for six hours saying that the motel's there and it's just some liquor store oh, and geez. some ghetto. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think this is our motel, Phil. <laughs> There's got to be something real special going on for me to go, go through New York again. I'll tell you that right now. I will never go through New York again. I will never visit New York again. I try to bypass it as much as possible. Yeah, screw that. I go to New England, I'll go two hours out of my way and go far north into New York and cut across before I go through New York City. That's no good. Yeah. Never been, don't need to go. Or or Connecticut or any of that. I just avoid it all. But um along those lines we were talking about with sponsorships and stuff, we do have a package deal set up for everybody. If you want to take a look, message us, but we will say. Our all-time views on Spotify right now is 10,205. Apple is 24,729. So we're doing pretty good, boys. We're doing yeah. pretty good. That's, yeah, that's got to awesome. be some incentive. We're doing really we're good. We're getting uh, these sponsors out there to the world. We're getting ourselves out there to the world, the sport of hill climb. We're slowly growing this thing bigger and better every episode. So That's right. That's Let's keep pretty this cool. ball that's- rolling. <clears throat> That's just two of the platforms that we're broadcast on. Like yeah. I listen on iHeart, and there's just all kinds of forms that we broadcast the show on, and it's just hard to track all the numbers down. But man, it's been fun to watch them grow from what we have seen. And thank you to everybody listening and telling your friends and sharing on socials for us. So we're just about this sport, and um, it just goes to show how passionate everybody is that has been involved and fans of it. And thank you for all the kind yep. things people have said. Yeah. And not to mention we're being listened to in 10 different countries around the world. Yes. Which is that That's fantastic. what's cool. And that just says how big the sport is. And it's, you know, in other countries that you wouldn't think they had hill climbing in. I mean, there's, I think we saw listens in like Australia and South Africa. Mexico. And Mexico. Like, that's just cool. Como estas? Mm-hmm. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Right. Like, yeah. where are you at? Let's go. 
Let's do it. See, si. have hill will si. climb. <laughs> Was that Yoda? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, when I now, you guys have the memory. I don't. But when mm-hmm. is it typically mm-hmm. that we start seeing um, schedules? Is that January? It feels like American Hill Climb was one of the first ones last year. Isn't it? It's damn near January, wasn't it? When we I would assume you'd want to be the first out of the gate there as soon as possible. I can't recall. Yeah, I, you. You're I, talking to the wrong people I think with it memory, is a, though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I think it is that American Hill Climb tries to have their schedule out by the end of January so the riders and families can plan their summers. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard some rumblings from California that there's going to be some more races there next year. And um be interesting to talk to some of the people involved out there and see what they got going because I bet you that's going to start early. if Because obviously this is their yeah. riding season, so they're probably going to get – Oh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna start in – January, February, March, somewhere in yeah. there, because that's a perfect time to perfect time to ride. Right, and I think, but I mean, on that too, they're they're going to do that and stuff, and it's great. But I, I mean, get it organized under the AMA and have it that these guys are, you know, have some kind of organizational body behind them, right? With an amateur amateur hill climb series, right? I think mm-hmm. last year, I was trying to think, April, I think, is when we were there for Moto Climb. Carnegie, I think it was yeah, April. I mean, they always, they're, that California Carnegie race, always the first pro race of the season, right. is real mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Because, well, it's the only place that we hill climb that doesn't have snow on it in April. So, right. I, I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I would love to to go out there more, but I would not want to drive out there in January. That would just be an awful drive. Man, yeah. I just, mm. pulling a trailer, I, I'm not a snowmobile guy anymore. And I remember back in the day, pulling a freaking trailer in the winter it sucks god dang it yeah you were yeah. worried about catching a snowstorm last year on the way out there so yeah it must have yeah, been early sketchy. yeah yeah but i feel like but, sunnyside had snow on it a couple of days before they had their event or weeks or yep. whatever it might have been so yep yep it's at all possible so, i think they try to time that because <clears throat> they want that moisture right in that hill Cause it needs it, boy. That, that, oh yeah, that's where they get yeah. their moisture from that snow, you know. Mm-hmm. So, now, speaking of snow and hill climb, for I think we need to have a winter hill climb series and run these bikes on snow covered hills. I'm down. Uh, and I've as tried long as a it's not up a half pipe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as it's like a real hill climb hill this time, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, the snow hill climb was awesome, but it got to be on a real hill climb hill. The the yeah. ones that I've done, the issue. When it's like the really hard pack snow, like we have in the Midwest, like it was surprising how much traction was in that, you know. Yeah. But then when you got the not as hard pack snow, it just that's why there's a snowmobile. Like there's just not enough surface area in the tire to get right. enough push, you know, to get a hold. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's the issue. There is it's just you need you need that square footage or not square footage, but that that surface area to grab something because it's not. It's not there, you know. But man, I know like when we went and tested at Trollhagen for X Games, you know, that's icy, super hard packed artificial snow. Colby knows all about that stuff. Yep. And I mean it was ridiculous the traction we could get on that. It was nuts. Like it was kind of freaky almost. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I know they did 
you just have like a couple snow hill climbs of some of the ski resorts here in the winter. Yep. I know Tiger went and rode and stuff. It was, you know, 2,000 foot ski hill and you're running. He had his methanol KX500 out there. Oh, wow. I don't think there's any jumps that just straight out speed, kind of like the X climbs, yep. X games yeah. hill, but yeah. you know, on an actual hill, not a half pipe. Right. Yeah, it sucks. You yeah, know, I work a- at our local resort here, but <clears throat> there's no hills that really cater to it. Otherwise, we'd probably do it. Yeah. I think I can get them on board to do it, but just the way the hills laid out and stuff and the, the where the lift towers are and everything, it just, I don't think it would ever really be feasible with shutoff time yeah. at the top and everything. There's just no, no room. When... Louie and Junior were at West Bend Harley out in eastern Wisconsin. The Kewaskum ski area, or the Sunburst in Kewaskum, that's where the Kewaskum hill climb is in the summer. And yeah. they have, there's just a lot of motorcycle fans out in that area. I mean, you're not far from Milwaukee. That's Josh's home race, uh, Josh Mueller. Yeah. Yep. And they, Josh and Louie and Junior, they put on just an event at the ski hill in the winter because. There'd just been so so much hubbub about X the the X Games, and obviously Harley was the driving force in that. They had probably eight hundred people out there. Just they did a demo. They had a band. It was an awesome day. It was really cool. And the hill wasn't spectacular, like it wasn't super steep or whatever, but it was still really fun racing. I mean, it was pretty <laughs> dang fun, and just to see. Yeah, people just, it was something to come out and watch, you know, it was kind of neat, but uh, it'd be fun to see if something could get expanded on, you know, I just, I don't know what, I'm not good with that stuff, but there was definitely an interest there for it, you know? Sure. Heck yeah. I think if you, if it's done right, it could be really cool. Yeah. It could be cool. I mean, I know they do it a lot over in one of them countries over there in Europe, them Scandinavian countries, they got a big snow hill climb that's a big a big party fest but right. it's just kind of cool it's fun to go to hill climbs that aren't you know all ruled out and with the series to just have fun and just lay back you know it's what i like about going to some of the amateur events and stuff is just have the fun i don't have to wear my american hill climb hat and be all proper <laughs> i can can let out and be cowboy and wear my Rugrat sweatpants and my American say. flag Crocs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think if I tried to pull that at American Hill Climb event, Rob would probably fire yeah. me. Yeah. That'd be your last day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I guess I shouldn't show up in my American flag bib overalls for the first round of White Rose next year. I mean, that's probably fair. I mean, that's fitting. It's American Hill Climb. Great, yeah. Yeah. I'd say go for it. Yeah. Maybe leave the giant foam cowboy hat at home. You know, 10-foot one. I'll wear the real cowboy hat for that, I guess. I'll break that out. That would actually look kind of cool if you had one of those huge foam ones and you were like the top of the hill judge because we'd always know where cowboy is. You could see which way the hat was turned, which way he was looking. Like You'd have all kinds of critics then. No doubt. I don't think I have any hard time missing me up there anyway. I'm I'm a pretty <laughs> giant target standing on top of the hill to look for. Uh, I still will never forget when you grabbed that guy in front of you when you, when he was going to run out in front of me and you grabbed him and I, me and Snowflake just missed you guys. That was yeah. That's a mental picture I won't forget anytime soon. It's definitely, 
you can't let your guard down when you're in that position because nope. you never know where they're going to end up. Yeah. You got to be on have, duty. Uh, uh, have um, you guys heard that? You don't have to divulge any any names or anything, but is there any rumblings of any new hills for American Hill Climb? Does it sound like we're going to be back to a five-race schedule next year from what you guys have heard? Or? As of right now, we're at a five-race schedule um, without you know okay. Muskegon being in every other year. But right. there's a small chance we might get seven springs back. Ooh, wow. But that's, that's awesome. If um, C-Text, Corey Texter is going to promote it or not, I think. And this wow. is all okay. up in the air. This is from, you know, earlier this summer talking with C-Text and Rob and stuff. And, you know, Corey is really interested in promoting a hill climb, which is super cool. And he wants to keep wow. it in Pennsylvania yeah. where he's from. And, okay. you know, Rob's thinking, you know, the only other place that we've ran at out there is in recent history is that seven Springs resort. And, mm-hmm. you know, Rob rants and raves about it. I wasn't there, so I don't really know. I seen the video of it and I don't think it's a very spectacular venue by any means, but it brings in a lot of people. So there's, I guess that's cool. There's potential for a very good hill climb there. They just, the first year they didn't know what they want to do this. So they put it on this hill away. Cause they didn't know what rocks are going to fly, where the crowd was, okay. how the crowd. Well, what sit. I seen that first year was not cool or exciting no. or hill climb by any means. If you hill is actually super fun, but it, the crowd was way too far away. Like they could not yeah. see yeah. what was going on. And uh, the hill is huge and it was super long, but it was, I had fun. I liked it, but maybe yeah, it was fun. But watching it on a computer no, yeah. did not do. It. I was like, "What the fuck no, am I it watching?" Was, yeah. It was just super long. There was no jumps. I mean, the, yeah. the hardest thing was that turn in the rain. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. It did not do it for me at all. But it the maybe one, if the but there if some, there's potential there, whatever. If it brings in fans, if it brings in another round, oh, there's some whatever bigger nastier go, hills over there. It did so. not scream hill climb to me. Especially East Coast style. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there was maybe a little bit different way they could have set it up and maybe like where we started, get the crowd right on the hill, a la Devil Staircase, you know, where the crowd, yeah. the, when the, the crowd's right up on you. And that first section where we chicane, we could have started right at the bottom where the chicane was because that's where it got really steep right there mm-hmm. or whatever. But the one yeah. thing I do remember about that. Is there was a, a collaboration of Harley Davidson dealers that yeah, were there yeah. representing? Yep. They put some money in, but they were involved. Like there was people involved in the dealers on the hill, and they were yeah they were awesome people helping. They thought it was really cool. They loved the bikes. I mean, you could just tell. You know, we're all suspect. We're all bikeheads, and they were, and they just thought mm-hmm. it was cool seeing all the different bikes and. You know, when you get those local dealers involved, that that tentacle goes out quick. Because mm-hmm. if you get those guys yeah. excited, guess what? Every person that they talk to, they like bikes. <laughs> and then, so, you know, <laughs> yep. that's a good way to get it out, you know. And I thought that was really cool and fun to be a part of there. Yeah. I never yeah. heard any. And the other cool thing of that. Sorry, Brandon. The other cool the other cool thing of that event was that it was uh, paired with a MDA, the Muscular, yes. Dystrophy, Muscular Dystrophy Association. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. 
you know, all the proceeds from that event that didn't go to the riders that went to the MDA, you that's know, after the riders purchase huge. paid out. So. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. I think- and those kids got to be paired with riders and it was, it was just a really cool night and event to be yeah. part yeah, of. No, I never heard anything cool. bad about the event. It, it sounds like it's a great venue. Everybody is super accommodative. Like the place itself, seven Springs was super cool. Mm-hmm. It brought in a lot of people and Harley Davidson, like you said, super cool. I just yep. feel like they got to find a better hill for that situation yep. if they're going to run it there. Yeah, yeah. they have like a made cool way place better hills there. Like very cool people, yep. but that yeah. hill did not do it for me specifically. So I don't know, but that yeah, that's the only thing that I've seen yeah. in the in, you know on the radar that could po- be a possibility for twenty three is if Corey Texter fills that void and promotes that event, well, which would be cool. I have to be epic. I have to drive down and I'll talk to Corey next weekend. We're down at Timonium and get him. Get there him was to do some it. talks of some other hills and possibly Kentucky or. Yeah, I think that would be it. Kentucky. I've seen some pictures of some yeah. serious potential out there. But again, you know, like we've talked about it, it takes a, a serious army and funds to put on one of these events. So. I mean, we'll see if these people actually pull the trigger and make something happen out of it. But yeah, I don't. Well, I don't, we'll get it. We'll, we'll keep. See. We'll keep growing the series as it is, and we'll try and get more hills and more promoters in and get it to. I think like a ten race series would be a good round number. I don't think it needs to be where it was back when I was riding with eighteen to twenty rounds. That's just yeah, I don't know. It's just pushing it nowadays. I'm with Joel, but, like I think Joel, you said like six is plenty. Before and yeah. maybe Logan too. I, yeah, yeah. I think like six to ten I, is a really good sweet number for it, but think, it needs to be six different races. Well, that's not, what I'm getting at too. Like, I think it would if six, if it was not three of the six same different hills. races, that'd be great. Um, White yeah. Rose, I don't yeah. mind going there twice because it's two different no. aspects. Um, that's uh, no White yeah. Rose is nice with a, a day yep. and a night, and I think we get Freemansburg on on board with a night hill climb. Would just be awesome. Yeah, there. If there was some like diff- a night race there. Some difference yeah. in the two Freemansburgs. That'd be cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I, I I think that if there was enough uh, promoters and hills where you could make a caveat. As much as I don't like riding in the night of events, I love being a part of them, and that would be cool. Is like if you had enough hills where you were trying to limit, you could say if you're going to have two, one's got to be a day, one's got to be a night. Then that's two different hills, really. You know. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, and it's two different aspects, and it's it's two totally different shows. I mean, yeah, for yeah, the way riders interact with fans, and it's just two totally different shows. And it's so yeah, I, I love night races. I think we should all be all the races to be Saturday yeah. nights, but yeah. that's my opinion. I'll tell you right now, and, if there's ten races, I'm not going to have enough vacation. Well, we can't go make to all them. Those, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem with a lot of people, I think. Yeah, even Rob, yeah. for that matter. I mean, we all work right. in a normal job, and right. I am scraping the barrel at vacation time just to get to six of them. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think that a DMG needs to step up and give Rob just a full-time position to pay him just to take care of hill climbing full-time. Yeah, but that's just one dude. He can't do it alone. But he's already doing it now on part-time. Imagine what he could accomplish if he had could dictate his entire you know schedule to i know this. but something people don't realize 
I'm personally, and I know Rob is too, we're using every little bit of vacation time we have yeah. to go to these races. And I don't get to use yeah. that with my family or, you know, anybody. I don't get to do what I want to do. Granted, I love doing what I do. Don't get me wrong. These are kind of like right. vacations for me, but still. Right. All my vacation time last year went to American Hill Climb. Wow. Yeah. That, that's same here. Yeah. Probably, wild, you know. Well, I mean. So. Joe was a guy that gets to approve his own vacation, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. doesn't have to submit a form to HR. Yeah. And. <laughs> I get denied more than you guys do, though. That's a problem. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? Thanks for making that sacrifice, you guys. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. I I feel like I hope you feel the love from the people that you're affecting, you know, because mm-hmm. it's evident to me that the imprint that Cowboy you had and Colby you had on our season this year it was epic, you know, and yeah, it was thank awesome. you for those contributions and those sacrifices. And, you know, I hope you had as much fun as we did being a part of it. Cause it was epic, you know, well, yeah. except yeah. for when cowboy had to call, call the no ride for Caleb. That was a tough one. <laughs> I know that was, uh, that was yeah. a tough call. That was a tough I'm one. Not, I'm yeah. not going to live that one down ever, but you know what? It had to be made, man. Someone's got to make those tough decisions. You did make it into nitro pilots top five, but it's really a list of 10. <laughs> though and that was part yeah. of it so that was kind of cool <laughs> at least we did something that's almost better than getting a motor world for crashing man i can't wait i can't wait till next year when cowboy's like all right guys make a top five for next year i'm gonna have like a top 25 colby nitro pilot's gonna get their top 10 list and i'm like well, i'm gonna start with 25 and i'm gonna talk about the fish sandwich i had yeah <laughs> I'll be ready. Uh, thing is, I got to uh, be able to remember 25 things that happened throughout the year because I just uh, I have a hard time remembering what I had for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> I feel you, Brandon. Uh, I feel uh, you. Uh, Helmets weren't that good back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids nowadays don't say when you're looking out your ear hole, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I started, remember the old Maxim helmets that were like just plastic with some styrofoam inside? Nope. Well, Maxim, that was what you said? Yeah. God, yeah, dang. like Maxim. No, I don't remember those. That was like my first helmet, and I remember splitting one of those in half during a hair scramble race. Jeez, bro. Thanks. I thought my first helmet was uh, DOT because it was DOT certified. That's, I don't even know. <laughs> that was the yeah, brand, DOT? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Fleet Now was it really dot certified or did they just slap a sticker on I, there to make it legal? I don't know if Fleet Farm had a brand of helmet that they subscribe to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I know that um they didn't have kid sizes and my dad would have to like straighten my helmet when I was holding on to the bike because it would wiggle and I'd be like <laughs> It'd wiggle on the over. Oh, oh, I'm glad that these kids nowadays don't know how good yeah, they have I'm glad it. The things are better now. <laughs> yes, so uh, much better. Glad they pay attention to head injuries now. Yeah, exactly. Definitely regretting that right. some of the decisions I've made in my life. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> that's life, man. Uh, that's life. Uh, that's life. That's life. I can remember getting knocked out on the first ride and riding the second oh, ride. So. Man. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's nah. eerie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, 
we're all young and dumb once, but yeah. you only YOLO uh, once. That's right. You only YOLO once. I just hope that uh, people now. <laughs> I'm old. Don't even know what YOLO means. <laughs> <laughs> then you get it. <sighs> oh God. Well, you know what? we're talking. Logan's going down to run this enduro. I sent you guys some uh, cool Chinese knockoffs yeah. of KTM's. Damn. That. You know, for woods riding, I'm really serious thinking about getting, yeah, like, get two of them. One for me and one for the boy. I can get two bikes and still cost less than a brand new KTM. And they look I, just like one. It, it's just like one. Like, it's a clone. It a clone. I, Damn, things even got electric start. I, I say why not. I feel this is a scam. I say why not. I feel not? this is, yeah, I feel this is a scam. That's what they're going to line it's Logan 3, up on. Out there, probably. Yeah. The, the Tahoe. Tahoe 300. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but I mean, it's oh, that's a great deal. And I mean, I'm sure they're underpowered, but whatever. For a fat guy to ride through the woods and have fun with his kids, I think it's perfect. Yeah, probably. Hell, it's cheaper than like buying a TTR 225 or something. Do they still make those? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You almost still make TTRs? They should if they don't. It's a hot commodity. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm looking at this bike and like I don't understand why I don't have one. I mean, it looks amazing. <laughs> Think of what Kirk could do to that. Doesn't it look just like like a like a ten to thirteen KTM? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, like frame and right, everything. No, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, you could have Kirk go through that whole thing and probably still be under the price of a brand new KTM. Yeah. I, now, I'm guessing now that, finding parts to make it fast might be a little hard, but I'm, you know, I'm guessing, I'm guessing under the educated eye of the doctor, Kirk Mueller, he would probably ask me to not bring that to a shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the go-karts you get just, at tractor supply. Yeah. <laughs> please don't. Yeah, please don't do please that. Don't. <laughs> hey, those are good frames for a transplant for like an R1 motor or something. Yeah. So. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's where you'll find out is you'll take the plastics off and they're just like tack welded together or something, you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or there's yeah. like. Well, I'm sure you don't want to go hitting any like 80 foot triples on this right. thing. but Or there's like no frame where the plastic stops. Like the metal's just like <laughs> bolted to the plastic and it's like the, the tanks holding the bike together or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Chinese have gotten a lot better with their knockoff clone stuff in the last ten years. Right. So, did um, I didn't look. Uh. Was the dealer was it Harbor Freight? Is that where it was at? <laughs> no, I think it was Pet Boys. I think it was Pet Boys. <laughs> you know these Harbor Freight three hundred two strokes. They really got something in there. That's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it off the showroom floor at Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. That would be a good place. Harbor Freight could probably sell a shit ton of them oh, things, man. Hell, I want to buy one. You sent me that picture. I'm like, I, you I, probably I, went like fifteen hundred bucks from Harbor Freight. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to go over to the pallet where the ones that got hit by the forklift are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, this container fell off in the parking lot. We're gonna we're gonna clear these out. That's how I got my toolbox for half off. <laughs> nice. Yep. Good. I don't know, man. Them Harbor Freight Predator engines are pretty good. They got a whole racing series for just those Predator engines. Serious? In a go kart, oh, yeah. Man. There's like a whole class. All you're allowed to run is a Predator engine. Oh man, unreal. 
I had no idea. Harbor Freight. And they're souping these yeah. things up. Joel's going to yeah. be running the They're getting like a whole 10 horsepower out of them suckers, man. <sighs> Look out. Uh, Harbor Freight's good. You buy their you buy their Icon brand. It's all right. You're all right. Uh, I, I don't know. I like that because I'm not like a full-time mechanic on certain things, but like, you know, I need a freaking chain hoist once a year. I don't care if it works all the time. I just need to work some of the time. Yeah, you know? for things I don't use all the time, and I'm like, I, I bought a, a post hole auger from Harbor Freight for 199 bucks. Oh, great. Yeah, perfect. It drilled the four holes I needed to drill for my deck, and that's yep. what I buy. That's 199 bucks is way better than trying to dig through the stone yeah. and the dirt. You would have paid that renting a different one. Yeah, I'd have paid more than that to rent a good one. Right. Oh, for sure. No, I'm a but, sucker for that yeah. stuff. Sucker. Now, when I worked, when I worked on the road as an on-the-road mechanic, that's all. My toolbox is nothing but a Harbor Freight tools. Right. Because if I lost it or left the land side of the road, it didn't cost me a lot of money. I just went and paid another $2 and got another wrench. I had a brass hammer I bought from them like 10 years ago. And I always had it in my box for hitting stuff or whatever. And, you know, if mm-hmm. you want a dent or whatever. And then I always forgot, and I'd ever end up. I'd use it to pound in stakes before I got the leg system for my canopy or whatever. Last yeah. year I was pounding, and the head just broke off of it. And I'm like, I'm not even upset. Like this thing has overachieved any <laughs> expectation I could ever have for a five dollar hammer. <laughs> well, you know what? You take it back. They probably give you another hammer. Oh, I know what brand it was from there. <laughs> oh, no like doubt. they have lifetime warranty on their Pittsburgh tools. What? Yeah. I had no idea. Huh. Yeah, most of their tools are like their hand tools are lifetime warranty. Take them back and I, I'm about ready to set fire to Stabila because that's the le- the levels I run, and them suckers are so expensive. And today <laughs> I'm tiling and you know put my laser up, and all of a sudden my tiles off, and I'm like, what? Here my level got off, and it happened like ten years ago. I had one get off. On the way home, I stopped to Acme. I'm like. Bud, my level's off. And the guy puts it on the table. My my table's level. And I'm like, all right, bud. It's not how you check a level. All right? I explained <laughs> to him how to check it, you know? He's like, I think it's with, within tolerance. I'm like, is it on? No. I spent $250 on a four-foot level. Could I have a, a level that reads level? And I'm like, you better talk to the Stabila rep because I'm not buying these anymore if this is what's how you're treating me. Oh, I was mad. I hate that. Give me a new level. You, mean you know, you use the a, thing's off. You use a level? Oh, I use a level every day. You don't eyeball it? No. That's how I build shit. I eyeball it. Looks good to me. No. Yeah. Yeah, Joel. Tile what, people, what you, they like their kind of operation you running over there? Jesus. That's why I don't do my own home improvements because I'm not good at it. <laughs> That's a good reason, I, I guess. I guess I eyeball. <laughs> you ought to see my deck. Yeah. It's my deck goes like the, it goes at a at an angle because I just like whatever. <laughs> I'd love to see that deck. Yeah, <laughs> I eyeballed most of my dad's deer stand. I said most cowboy. I still had a level there. <laughs> most. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never used a level on a deer okay. stand. That's... You know how we make deer stand? Just get some two by four, start nailing under the tree, and start climbing oh, up. That's pretty smart. That's the way, that's to, do way it. to do it. Two nails and climb. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I had some friends that had. They use like uh, racking. You know, like the big industrial racking. You can buy that <clears> stuff <throat> like super cheap. 
and then you just bury it in, and then you got steel freaking stringers, and then just build your stand out of that. I was going to do that this time, but we still had another. That seems like really heavy to carry into the woods and a lot of work to build a deer stand. We got tractors and stuff. Yeah. I don't have work. to do that to go fishing. <laughs> yeah. I know that. You know, they make these really cool things that they, you know, climbers, you just carry in your backpack and you just climb up the tree in the stand. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Those so are a lot of work, though. You have a out. gun. You're already one up on the competition. What do you need a goddamn stand for? You have a I don't gun. Know. I don't hunt from. I don't, go up in the, I don't go up in a tree. <laughs> Cowboy. Shotgun. Colby, I need. I need a heater. I need a. I need an office chair. I need a shelf for my coffee. Like I have requirements here. This is like I. Yeah, we talking about Joel's got like you know the. Yeah, ice fishing I know. Shack I was just gonna say you're ice hunting. fishing for deer. <laughs> yeah, there's really no difference to me. Unbelievable. It's it's not. There's no difference whatsoever. Fucking be a man. I do walk to it. I don't drive my truck right next to it like some people. I do actually park on the road and, and walk in. I, I, I haven't went there yet. I'm, I'm saving that. Oh, you mean you actually get out of your truck to hunt? Oh, yeah. In oh, Wisconsin. I just drive around in my truck and look yeah, for them in the field and stop and here. shoot them out the window. Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, it's illegal here, too. Okay. <laughs> that gets you a really big fine and lose your license for three years right. and all kinds of other stuff. wasn't fun. The... North, Wasn't North Dakota has a little bit looser rules than we do here. I you don't that, say. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Do they even have rules? <laughs> I, the la- I don't, we've never actually read the the rule, but everybody has told us that you need one foot on the ground to shoot. That's that's the rule in North Dakota. That <laughs> seems so weird, but. Yeah, hey. the, the the outfitter. The I'm going to North Dakota and hunting, man. Twenty years ago, the outfitter that we first went to, we were asking him like, you know, where do we do this that, and he goes, well, take and put a little velvet, tape it to your mirror. That makes a good rest when you're in the truck. <laughs> we're like, but we're not shooting out of our car. He's like, why? Why would you get out? And I'm like, well, we're we kind of don't want to get our weapons and our vehicle taken away from us. Oh no, you don't have to worry about that. We've been we've been checked like half a dozen times out there. It's like I don't know these. We're like the only ones that ever get checked. I don't know. Uh, I see that out of yep. state plate. Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, we look like trouble too. Oh. Wow. We follow this is a many... hill climb podcast, and we're talking about hunting. Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing sorry. right hey, now. I'm not what? riding right now. I'm it's sorry. that time of year. I know, it's it's hunting. hunting. I'm sorry. I know we're just hunting. Bryson was hunting this weekend. I had to work, and he he shot himself a little button buck. Ooh, so. Nice, good. A little bit of little bit of meat in the freezer. Yeah, that's awesome. Very good. He he feels a little bad. It wasn't a very large deer. It's okay. It's about Doberman size. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Someone didn't have to make an insurance claim on their car because of you guys, so that's good. <laughs> exactly, yeah, you're fine. It ain't gonna go to waste. No, and an, oh, an old man's tagged out already, and it's only the sec- third day of rifle season. Oh man, that's awesome! Shot his buck in archery and dropped a doe on Saturday. Oh dang! So he's all tagged out. That's awesome. Oh, well, he, he just he has the rest of the season to celebrate. Mm, sure, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. 
Yeah, uh, I think we're losing people. We already lost Colby. We're not talking about fishing. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at uh, deer. Yeah, sorry, yeah, deer. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I'm uh, sure everybody else loves to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure we got some hunters that listen. Now hill climbers like absolutely. To hunt, so. You got to do something when you can't ride up a hill. Might as well shoot a furry animal. I guess. Yeah. Well, we're when we're getting to the end here, too. Or in Colby's case, catch a scaly animal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Jared Anderson. I saw he posted on Instagram that yeah, he was yeah. in a wheelchair, leaving the hospital. Bud, hope the best, fastest recovery for you. And uh, can't wait to see that 54 going super fast again in the spring. Oh, yeah. So I hope everything goes well. We're thinking of you, dude. Mm-hmm. And now, we speaking of that, too, I... That jogged my memory too. So Scotty uh, Wentz posted he's uh, rehabbing well mm-hmm. and he's up, you know, walking onto the balance beams with some assistance, great. And standing, yeah. great, starting to get some mobility back in his yeah, legs. That's so, awesome. Keep at it, Scotty Wonderful. man. Keep pushing through yeah. and get back to as normal of a life as you can wow. and get out of that chair, yeah, man. Get out of that that's chair, awesome. man. Great news. He is definitely on the way to that with a long road ahead, but man. Uh, any improvements? Huge That's just great. We we're thinking he was going to be permanently in there, and he's able to gain some strength and great. work it to get walking again. So oh, that's great. Yep. great Willpower great. is a hell of a drug. <clears throat> yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man. Gotta get it. Crazy. Glad to see all these guys on the men that got boogered up this year. Yeah. Get to see most of them back. And Logan Meads getting mended up, and he'll be back better than ever. Yeah. Let's yeah, I haven't go. seen much from Jake Anstent, but I'm sure he's healing up and getting things going, hopefully. And yeah. yeah, give us an update if you haven't, Jake. If you're listening, let us know how we're doing. We want to. got a lot of fans out there. We want to let people know how things are going for you, bud. Hell yeah! Let us know. Get everybody back up and healthy for 2023, and have man, all the championships coming up are going to be on fire and just crazy again next year mm-hmm. i'm really i'm excited for 2023 to get going because it's a long winter without hill climbing <laughs> yes, and we run out of topics to talk about and we got to talk about <laughs> hunting and fishing and harbor freight dirt bikes and <laughs> <laughs> we've gone a, down a dark uh, road tonight fellas. <laughs> it's yeah. been fun yeah. It has. I think next week we're going to start doing some whiskey reviews. So. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, another darker note, I'm officially out of the banquet, too, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Ah, Joel. No. Could, didn't, couldn't happen. We tried. I tried to get everybody to do it. They wouldn't do it. So I'm out. Damn. I know. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I'm going to try to find a list here. Yep. I'm going to try to find a stand-in to read a very scathing um, acceptance speech. Cowboy, you in? All right. I'm in. If, right. I'm, if I'm there, I'm in. Right, I'll do it. No. I'll do it. Colby just marched you, off of, you marched you off the list for Jamie to talk, so your your name's only getting yep. called. So <laughs> yep. He can substitute whatever name he wants. That's fine. We're just I'm already thinking about next like year. You weren't there. No problem. Ugh. I get it. Just fine. I know. And all that you got, and he finally knows your name and knows who you are from 
you know, your performance yeah, issue. 31 who? I don't. He didn't know who you yeah, were at the beginning of the year. He didn't know who Joel Faldi was. I don't was. think he does. I think that was just, I saw, <laughs> I saw Colby hand him a note and he's just good at reading. I don't, I still don't think. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy knows uh, who I am. We're friends, but yeah. I don't, Jamie, I don't know. That's fine. We know Nancy knows who you are. She uses your number. Yeah, on the Joel, roulette. don't even feel bad because <laughs> he called me Cody for probably the first two years we've known each other. So just just like Kurt uh, Mueller. Yeah, and then yeah. when someone would actually like mention my name to him, he'd be like, "Who? <laughs> who? Who's that? <laughs> the media guy? Oh yeah, yeah, Cody." <laughs> We probably should uh, reach out to Jamie. I don't know if he'll come talk to us before the end of the season or I, not. I think for the season finale show, we need to have Jamie Oh, on. yeah. I wonder like, if we're going to recap some Definitely. interviews, if we could get Jamie in here and we're doing that. That'd be kind of good. We're going to, yeah, the season finale show, it'll be pretty cool. And recaps and interviews, we'll pull up some other clips and some embarrassing things that three of us have said throughout the year. And, and you know, we never got a top five from him either true yeah i think at this point he's so far off of thinking about hill climbing like yeah all he's thinking about is boca burgers and how to make vegetables taste like meat again i don't know bitcoin <laughs> i think yeah, bitcoin, bitcoin i i'm pretty sure Doji he's forgot about bitcoin i think that's a brain I remember I think Dogecoin is far out of his weeks. mind right now. He doesn't want to hear no. about Dogecoin. Remember when he lost his digital keychain? <laughs> yeah. The other day yeah. I was listening to the radio oh, and I'd... I heard like there was a huge crash in like crypto and I'm like it, it would only be Jamie if he found his keychain now. Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> no kidding. Oh man. He was going to be the title All sponsor right, of the series. If it, if Dogecoin got to a dollar a share or whatever it was, he was going <laughs> yeah. to. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Had a long way to go to get to a dollar, man. <laughs> I think I bought in at like 15 cents, and I think it made it to like 27 before it crashed. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I made like a whole $2 on my investment before it crashed. You're the guy. I'm the guy. I always get in late. Oh, man. Should have gotten a long time ago. I didn't know what the hell any of that stuff was. I still don't understand I don't it. Either. I don't think anybody else does. Nope. nope. If it's not green and printed on paper, I don't think it's money. Nope. All right. Deer hunting. I think cryptocurrency right. is our, that's our swan song. I think crypto is where we end it. <laughs> I, I think we'll we'll let it go at the the market falling out of the crypto industry and Jamie Deer's defeat. Yeah. Colby's not even there anymore. He just put his headset on his cat. He's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, thanks Logan wrong. for coming on. I can't wait to hear what happens down in the old uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah. Hell yeah. And if you're listening right now and you Wait. made it this far, congratulations. I'm I'm proud of you. I yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a diehard oh. right now. Braden. Braden. <laughs> Braden and Devin, if you're listening. I think Braden and Devin are the only ones still listening at this point. <laughs> we like you. We love your support, guys. 
Thanks, guys. <laughs> we owe you. I owe you a beer. <laughs> oh, all right, let's go. Uh, I tell you what. Anybody that listened to the end of the show and know how we ended this show this week, just message us and tell us how we, what we yeah. ended on. We want. Yeah, we know should have a prize. How many people listen to the end? We should have a end. prize pack for anybody that made it this far. I mean, it wouldn't be that many. So, oh, man. I got one nitro and mud sticker left. If you can prove to me you heard this part of the episode, this is all yours. Oh yes. All right. <laughs> All right, Colby. Let's let's hear about those uh discount codes from yes, our great sponsors. Get over man. to ruddedracing.com. Use discount code NITRO20 for 20% off everything at ruddedracing.com. Lacebelt.com. Use discount code NITRO for 15% off everything at lacebelt.com. BlackDiamondMX.com. Use discount code NitroMud15 for 15% off everything at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. DrinkHydropower.com. Use discount code NITRO15 for 15% off everything at DrinkHydropower.com. JS5 Extensions, Team Peterson Racing, Mueller Motorsports, and Maxim Helmets. Thank you all for coming on this season. <laughs> okay not maximum they suck but everybody else thank you guys coming on for 2022 it's been a fun season thus far and we're almost wrapping it up and like we said before we're we're reeling out the new package for 2023 if you want to be on board for nitro and mud 2023 let us know and we will get you lined up and uh we'll figure out what is the right route for you that's right. Different levels for different cats. Whatever you want. We yeah. Got you. That's right. Yeah. We got you covered. Well, the proceeds go to to keep this uh, clown show yeah. on the Our air. Our net is casting wider and wider every episode. So. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. We've now moved into the hunting community. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Vortex, get on our list. Let's have a sponsorship from Vortex. Let's do this. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. right. Boys, till next week. Peace. Peace out.